Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Open up with prayer. Lord, we love you today. We thank you today. God, we've made it to this point. We've made it to the to the peak. We've made it to, to, to 40 days, God. We we set out, Father God, uh, in this season of Lent, uh, committed, Father God, to drawing uh, closer to you, committed, God, to being who you called us to be. And now, God, you've allowed us to make it thus far. God, we thank you for everybody who's been here each and every day. We thank you for those that this is their first day. We thank you for those, Father God, who, you know, was able to make it here or there. God, you blessed us all according to your will and your way. Now, God, on this 40th day, on this Saturday, Father God, before uh, resurrection, uh, on this 40th day, Father God, we pray, God, that you will speak to us uh, in a special way. God, pray uh, for the man of God who will uh, help us to close out uh, this 40 days, Father God. Speak to him boldly. Speak to him with clarity. Use him, Father God, like never before. When it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. All right, fam, come on in the room. Uh, listen, at this time, it's, the, it's day 40. Thank everybody for pressing their way on this Saturday. Uh, but we are here. Yeah, come listen. Somebody type that in and say, we are here. Come on, y'all, let's celebrate that. Facebook, y'all celebrate that. Zoom, type that in. We are here. It's the 40th day. I know some may be sleeping, but come on. This is this, it. Let's finish strong. Let's wake up. Hallelujah. Let's sit up in the bed. Come on. I want us to be ready for this word that's going to come forward, go forward. Thank you, God. Listen, I got to ask a question. It's the 40th day. We're going to turn it over to the man of God here in a second. Um, did, uh, did God speak to you? Um, any in any capacity during the 40 days and that's yes so we praise God for the 6 30 in the morning uh what God was saying but uh but also uh beyond that uh did what did you see God do right did you see God do anything did you see God confirm some stuff uh did you see God how did you see God over this uh over this period and that's that's what it was all about I know I saw God I know I, I looked in the mirror a lot of times I just uh, thank God for that. That's what it's about. We got to take a moment to reflect. We're going to turn it over again to the for the word in just a second. But this is day 40, y'all. Listen, this is the 40th day. I praise God that he was able to speak to us. We had some challenges during these 40 days, didn't we? But we still here. And we praise God for the fact that we have that we are still here. Uh, praise. So I praise God for that. Now, with all that being said, uh, let's see what God is going to say to us. Um, and then, um, and then we'll we'll take it from there. At this time, I'm so uh, glad to bring and share that our my brother, uh, Reverend Mark Johnson, will uh, be sharing with us now. The amazing thing about Reverend Mark Johnson with so many great um, orators and gifted men and women of God um, that that we could call on before this last day. I called on. I believe I think the 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 brother in ministry that I have been um, working with and and hanging with the longest. I've been at Ebenezer since two thousand and seven. He was there since I think maybe late two thousand six, and so uh, I've known him longer than I've known uh, most people. And uh, I'm just grateful that he is uh, here and is going to uh, speak in a strong and bold way. So let's show him some love. Y'all know how we do. Let's show Reverend MJ uh, some love. Come on, bring it home. Come on, come on. Clean up, man. Come on. Let's celebrate him. Let's celebrate him as God speaks to him uh, in a razor way. At this time, Reverend Mark Johnson, I'm going to give you the highlight. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself so that the Lord can, can speak in an amazing way. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so very much for joining us and closing out this 40 days of fasting and praying. As Pastor Walt said, I know it was a journey, probably had some hiccups, some ups and downs, but we're going to close out strong. And I thank him for allowing me to speak on this opportunity. I was given the scriptures of Matthew 27, 62 through 65. It's called the guard at the tomb. And scriptures read as such, the next day on the Sabbath, the leading priest and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, sir, we remember the, that deceiver once said, while he was still alive, after three days, I'll rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, take guards and secure it the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. I would like to use for a topic on this, for, on the final day of our 40s days of praying and fasting, the silence of a Saturday. The foolishness of mere Pharisee men to believe that you could put a group of mere men in front of a barred tomb that was sealed and expect the natural act to prevent, a, to prevent a prophecy from being fulfilled. Jealousy and fear of men can cause men to do many a foolish thing. That is the best way to describe Matthew 27, 62 through 65. But a lot of noise on that Friday the noise of a crowd yelling crucify him, the noise of jealous priests and Pharisees, the noise of those who once believed but turned their backs on Jesus, the very ones he healed and had been witness to every act of love and forgiveness that he gave, but they began to make a lot of noise, the noise of a tearing veil, the noise of a shaking earth, rocks crying out as they shattered, a lot of noise that day. Sun blocked out, graves giving up their dead. Same for us in this life. <clears throat> if the enemy attacks us, we can lose our focus or our hope that things will not change or get better. Then the naysayers, the haters, the schemers, and demons show up with the noise. Even if their mouth is closed, their stinking thinking can get loud. They hate on you because of the Jesus in you. How many times have we heard the message of the crucifixion and the resurrection? Friday and Sunday gets all the press, the posts, the comments, the tweets, the Instagram, the Instagram following and the Facebook likes. But Saturday, nothing. Jesus is silent and so is God. The crucifixion and resurrection will always get our attention, but we cannot ignore Saturday. Everybody has a Saturday. Well, what is a Saturday? That is the day between the struggles and the coming solution. That is the day between the questions and the coming answer. Saturday is the day between the prayer sent up and waiting on God to respond to our deepest cry. Saturday is the weeping that endured for a night, but waiting for my joy to come. Our life Saturdays can be ultra quiet as you have to wait. It is in the wait you find out that your God is real, and I mean sure enough real. The silence of a Saturday 
could be confused with our thinking that God is angry with us. Did I do something that failed God? Did I say something to the wrong person? What did I give forgiveness when I should have given forgiveness? Did I do something that would aggravate God? Did I say something that I shouldn't have said? Was my heart callous? Was I malice in my thinking? Why is God ghosting me when I'm crying out, Lord, that my Saturday is hurting? Have you ever had a Saturday in your life that just hurt when the only thing you could do was just think about the hurt and wonder if God would move in some way? In the tomb on a Saturday, God knows that Jesus is there, but why won't he do something about it? Or in our case, God knows that your finances are jacked up, your marriage is in a mess, your career is now just a job. My children have wandered away from the truth. The healing I need in my body seems like it will never come. So we have asked God, why are you not doing something when you know something is wrong? We've all asked God the whys. A silent Saturday in your life will frustrate you. What are we supposed to do until God moves? The hard part is the waiting in the silence waiting in anticipation and in some frustration, the if he will or if he will not, and we wrestle between our belief and our unbelief. This is the moment when you must know who your Jesus is, and if he truly is Lord of your life, if he is your strong tower, if he is the one who truly is Lord of your life, this is when you understand that he is the intercessor, the redeemer, and the healer of both body and soul. You cannot just hear about him Sunday after Sunday and not have an experience or an encounter, then not expect him to do something. Oh, but why the silence, Jesus? This is your what would Jesus do moment. And now it's your time to do what Jesus did. Lie still, be silent, and trust God. Jesus had a silent conviction about this moment before he entered the tomb, according to scripture, he says, you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. I know the enemy will make you believe that whatever bad situation you is or in on your Saturday, he'll make it seem to you that God has left you alone in your grave. But the scripture is telling us that God is not going to abandon you, nor will he let you be able to come to decay. Confidence in God is greater than any silent Saturday we could have. Do you have confidence in God or do you have it in yourself? We can go only so far in our strength, but it's something else when God makes his move while things appear to be silent. Yes, it can be silent, but in the silence, God is a master chess player. He knows how to make the right moves and when to show up. If you have a relationship with Jesus, and you trust him, and if you believe him, and if you believe in him, and if you read your word, and you've been a reading witness of God's unyielding power, then you will know like Jesus knew. God will not leave you alone with your struggles and trials. A Saturday silence does not mean that God is absent or that he is not listening. Inactivity does not mean there is no concern or interest in reaching your circumstance. Your Saturday has a purpose. The waiting of a Saturday allows us to feel and to receive the full power of God's strength. So I ask, if God had raised Jesus immediately after his death, would you have shown and given appreciation to the act? 
if God was to come in and fix all your problems the minute the issue came in your life and solve them immediately, would you appreciate his strength and his power? You would not appreciate the suffering and struggles or understand the power of prayer in peace if God answered quickly all the time. God has to check our motives and our hearts. Sometimes you have to wait. And sometimes he wants to see if you can wait for his purpose and his timing. If the response of God is too fast, then will he get the glory out of you and the circumstance? No, I don't think so. God does not want a memory lapse of him blessing us. Oh, if God moved too fast, then we are too soon to forget. If God blesses us all the time, there won't be a new appreciation for what he brings you out. But if you are in a situation where you're in a Saturday, the best thing for you to do is to give him a hallelujah and a thank you for being an old-time God. And maybe we ought to thank him in advance before we go into our tomb of a Saturday. Our God is so big and so strong, and there's nothing our God cannot do. Don't just say it, believe it. If you have faith, then you'll understand that God has reasons why he gives us a silent Saturday between the Fridays and the Sundays. Is this your Saturday? Is this your day to be still and silent? Is this your day to wait? Is this your day to be patient? Because scripture tells us the one who had to suffer sin and physical abuse for our sake to be mocked and spat on and nailed to a cross and then had to lie still in his tomb. Jesus tells us, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. The silence is worth the victory. The silence is worth the breakthrough. The silence is worth the blessing. The silence is worth the right wife or the right husband, the right job, the right business, the right school, and the right choices. But let me take it one step further. His silence on a Saturday lets you and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt Jesus being resurrected on that third day means that I am redeemed and one day will be resurrected to meet our Savior. So take heart in the silence on a Saturday because it'll never compare to the power of a risen Savior on a Sunday. My Saturday is not as bad as I think because I know where my help and my strength come from. So Saturday, be silent. Devil, I want you to know the silence will not break me. The silence is going to make me, but my God is going to make me greater and stronger because I know my Redeemer won't be silent on Sunday because he's getting up with all power. It's okay to have a Saturday in your life, but if you know who the Lord is, call on his mighty and righteous name while you're sitting in silence, but also confirm to him, I know that you're going to bring me out. I know you're going to make a way. I know you're going to turn it around. And the silence is okay because I know something good has got to come out of it. God, give me strength on my Saturday. Give my family strength when we go through our Saturdays. Give me hope on my Saturdays. Turn my tears and my weeping into joy. Lord, give me joy on my Saturdays. I know how it may look when it seems like the struggles are real, but the God we serve stands with us, walks with us, talks with us, helps us every single day of our life. All you have to do is believe that no matter what you're going through, he is able. He is able and that our Redeemer lives, and we're going to see 
the goodness of the Lord. So while you're waiting on Saturday and you're sitting in silence, just know that Sunday, somebody we know, somebody we call on is waking up. And when he gets up, he's getting up with all power in his hand. And the power in his hand is strong enough to reach us and pull us up from the silent grave we think we're in. And the enemy is defeated. So thank God for the silence. And just know that Sunday, he's getting up with all power in his hand. My God, amen. Woo. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Let's celebrate God for that fire this morning. Come on. That's how this that's how you go. That's how you close out 40 days. Hallelujah. Being reminded that Sunday is coming, being reminded that God is doing. A, a, a great work. Listen, this is how we're going to do this thing here. We got just a few minutes left. Don't, as they say in church, don't miss the benediction. Here is where we are. Uh, for those of you all that are in a, in a Saturday morning, you know, because God spoke to you uh, that you are right uh, on the on the edge, right on the possibility of a dynamic uh, breakthrough. You know uh, what God is about to do, uh, but you just need a little bit more help uh, to make it through your Saturday. You need a little bit more um, 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 of God's power and a little bit more of God's strength. And so uh, we're going to pray, y'all. We're going to pray our way out out like never before. Now, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to you know, labor here longer than necessary, but I just want to spend these last uh, few minutes just because that word right there was exactly uh, what we needed. That word right there was exactly uh, what we've been asking God uh, to do. And it certainly just capped everything together. But y'all, some of our family, some of our people uh, are uh, going through. And not only do we want to pray for ourselves, y'all, we got to pray for every church uh, in the in the nation uh, today um, so that God will just, there will be a revival. Somebody type in revival. What I'm praying for tomorrow is a, is a revival. The body of Christ across the land, not just America, but across the land is uh, going through so much. And we just got to pray for a revival. You know, although I'm just telling you tomorrow, there will be people in, in churches across the nation uh, who, you know, coming for this or coming for that. They coming because they boo thing asked them, coming because grandma asked them. Maybe they ain't been in the in tomorrow. But I'm telling you, if we pray for a revival, that the, I believe that the Holy Spirit is just going to just capture them, just to rest, rest them. I believe that, right? So I'm praying for 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 a revival. Will y'all will y'all pray that with me? Can we just take a few minutes and just pray for revival uh, across the uh, nation? As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to pray, and um, Sister Deborah Cross, I don't know where you are. And uh, but I'm taking a risk and assuming that you may be able to unmute yourself in a few minutes and help me to pray for a revival. I saw your unmute come across. Listen, y'all, it's too much going on in the lands. We got to pray for revival and I, we got to pray for uh, for our youth, our students. We got to pray. So this is going to take the last few minutes. We still going to be off here at noon. But Rem Johnson did such a, a dynamic job bringing it home. He left us just a few minutes to pray real hard and real intentionally so far for revival. So uh, uh, Sister Deborah, if you can unmute yourself, I'm gonna ask you to pray first. Uh, then I'm going to then I'm going to pray and we're going to be out of here. Y'all, we got to pray uh, that God moves this weekend like never before. I think we, we help. We pray for some churches that we'll never meet and some pastors we will never meet. Uh, They're going to have some Holy Ghost power on tomorrow that is going to lives going to be saved. Uh, Sister Deborah, if you could start off in a prayer and then I'll jump in right behind you. 
Oh, gracious Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for this day, Father God. This is a special day. It's not like any day, Father God. So, Lord, we lift our hearts to you as the dawn breaks, as the day begins, Father God, that we carry the unity and the spirit of the moment, Lord God, that we are anticipating where Jesus is at this moment, that we are understanding that we have taken this walk and this journey with him, Father God. Lord, that we understand the agony and the pain and all that, they, all that he went through, Father God, just for us. Lord, we lift our eyes to you, Lord God. Remind us, Father God, of the beautiful blessings that come because of Easter, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that during this time of Lent, Lord God, you say that your word will not, Lord God, that it will not return void. So we've had 40 days of prayer, Lord God. We've had 40 days of reading, 40 days of study, 40 days of reflection, Father God. So we just ask and pray that your word has prepared our hearts, Father God, to go out, Lord God, and we focus on our being more. Lord, forgive us, Lord God, when we're more concerned about doing but allow us, as Pastor Walt says, to focus on our being, Lord God. So as we end this fast, Father God, and as preachers always say, we won't end this fast the same way that we came. Lord, make your joy real in our hearts, Father God. Use us mightily for your service, Lord God, because of our being, Lord God. That, Lord, we just ask and pray that you will use this time to call people, all of us, to rededication, to repentance, to salvation, Father God, so that your name will be glorified, honored, and praised throughout this time. We love you and we praise you, Lord God. We lift up families to you, Father God. We lift up people to you, Father God. We just lift up this time knowing that our risen Christ, Father God, did not die in vain and that we have an opportunity to prove him over and over again with what we say, with what we do, with our being more than anything, Father God. I just ask and pray that we uh, look at this day as we celebrate with the community and with our church family, Father God, that you use it a day of witness, Father God, that throughout this day that each one of us that hears this word will have an opportunity, Lord, to witness to the goodness of God and to our risen Savior and what you did for us, just for us, Father God. We thank you and we praise you, Father God. We know that victory is yours. We know that victory is coming. And Lord, we just have thankful hearts, Lord God, that you call us children of God. Lord, we pray and ask, Lord God, as we prepare to continue this Saturday silence, Father God, that we remember, as uh, Reverend Mark said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So it is that joy, Lord God, that we are anticipating and celebrating. We love you. We praise you, Father God. We say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you will do in our lives. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Father God, we just thank you so much, Father, Father God, for everything that you've said to us on this Saturday. God, we thank you for Reverend Johnson. We thank you for uh, Deacon Deborah Cross. We thank you for their gifts, God. We thank you for that word, and we thank you for the prayers. Lord, 
We pray, Father God, for revival. God, today, I'm praying first and foremost for revival of the families, God. Father God, families have come under attack. Right now, Father God, I'm going to ask my sisters and brothers, Lord, to type in the name of a family member or a family or last name, whatever, Father God. We want to be intentional. I'll start first, Lord God. I'm praying for the Bowers family, Father God. I'm praying uh, that we will be uh, that what you've called us to be, God. I pray uh, that you will send a revival in our family, Father God, so I can be the husband I'm supposed to be, so I can be the father that I'm supposed to be, the brother I'm supposed to be, Father God, everything that I'm supposed to be, the cousin that I'm supposed to be. God, send a revival in the in the name of other families father god that are coming into the into the text box right now send a revival in the johnson family god send a revival in the lynch family father god send a revival in the cross family the anderson family all of the families father god i don't want to leave anybody out but god every name that is coming forth that is being said out loud that they can't type every name uh that is coming right now send revival god refresh restore renew father god cast out everything that is not like you father god there have been some things that have come into our families over the years, Father God. It's time for those things uh, to, to, to be cast away. Father God, send a revival in the individual, Father God. So many individuals have been through so much, God. I thank you for the fact that you have not condemned, condemned us for our mistakes. I thank you for the fact that you didn't throw us away for our mistakes. I thank you for the fact that you still love us in spite of ourselves, Father God. But now, Lord, we're saying we appreciate your love, but we want to meet our, we want our actions to meet, to match up with your love. Let our actions match up with your love. And the only way that's going to happen, God, is that we are revived. Help somebody to break an addiction. Help somebody to break a stronghold. Help somebody to change forever, Father God. Sometimes we put it down and we pick it back up again. Let this be the day where we put it down, Father God, and never pick it up again in the name of Jesus. God, I'm praying for revival, not only for the family and not only for the individual. I'm, 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 I'm praying for revival for the ecclesia, Father God, the called out, the church. Father God, the body, the church universal, Father God, not one denomination, not one location. I'm talking about the individuals that you died for. That would be the collective. That would be all of us who know you and believe on you, Father God. God, sometimes we have to admit we've strayed away from how you have asked us to do it. And we pray, God, that you will send us a revival. God, I pray, uh, Father God, that you will anoint us, Father God, for the assignment that's ahead. God, we need more people, God, with authority that the apostles had, Father God. God, we need more people that are able to to lay hands and touch a degree and, and experience so we can experience the move of God. And I pray, Father God, for the spiritual gifts to grow stronger in each and every uh, individual. I pray for stronger gifts of prophecy, Father God. I pray for stronger spiritual gifts. I pray for each and every spiritual gift, Father God, that it will just come forth like never before because it's needed, God. The world needs it, Father God. God, use us in such a way that you can't be denied. Use us in such a way, Father God, because you told us many times that Jesus would do things so that they would believe. And I pray, God, that the revival that will come upon the church in 2022 will be a one that shows, Father God, our love uh, for you so in the way that we love others. But I also pray in this revival, Father God, that you still remind people you are a God of miracle signs and wonders. I pray for a miracle for somebody today right now under the sound of my voice. I pray for somebody's sign today right now under the sound of my voice. Then I pray that somebody will leave here
here knowing that you are a God of wonder right here today. God, I pray as we encounter people in the community today, they will see the power and authority, Father God. They will see that you are the true and living God. God, they will understand you to be uh, Jehovah God. They will understand you to be a way maker. They will understand you to be a healer. God, I pray for every pastor right now. I pray, Father God, uh, for a few that come to mind. I pray for Dr. Leonzo Lynch. Thank you, God, for 25 years of ministry at Ebenezer Sugar Creek. But God, the man of God has been on the wall a mighty long time. Restore him, renew him, revive him, God, uh, as long as you're going to have him, Father God, you're just him. I pray for Dr. Peter Weary. I pray for other pastors. I pray for pastors across the land. God, right now, pastors' names are being typed in. I pray for the women of God who are pastoring. I pray for the women of God who are serving in ministry. I pray, Father God, for all of the names that are coming in the comments right now, God, because they need another touch. They need to be restored, Father God. Sometimes those in ministry get hurt as well. I pray for every person that's been hurt in ministry right now, Father God, that they will be what you called them to be. God, I pray for those that are being called in the ministry, some to preach, some to teach, some to evangelize, some to lay hands, some to use the gift of tongues, whatever that gift may be, Father God. I pray, um, Lord, that you will help them, Father God, because there's a call on their life and they've been wrestling with it. Then now is the time, Father God, for them to go forward. God, as we leave this mountain, we leave with new power. God, I remember when Moses left the mountain, Father, his countenance had changed. When God, when Moses climbed the mountain and he encountered you, there was a shift in everything about him. I'm praying for a shift right now. I'm closing out this prayer, God, but I can't close this prayer out unless there's a shift. Reverend Johnson told us, God, that some of us are going through Saturday and we're going through that Saturday because you're shifting some things. When we come out of this Saturday, we won't be the same in Jesus' name. When we stop this prayer, somebody is going to experience the shift. Somebody is going to lay out on the floor prostrate because there's a shift. Somebody is going to cry out to you because there's a shift. I pray the shift over every person. I pray the shift over every life. I pray, God, that I thank you in advance for everything that you're going to do. God, we uh, go forward tomorrow. There will be a revival in the name of Jesus. The hundreds of thousands will come and call you. Hundreds of thousands will give their life to you. God, I praise you for that. I thank you for that. I thank you for the move. Lord, when it's all said and done, we're careful to give your name all of the glory. We're careful to give your name all of the honor. I lift up every pastor. I lift up every preacher. I lift up every uh, prophet. I lift up every prophetess. God, we love you. We praise you. It's going to be a move tomorrow. It's going to be a revival. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray. I pray for Pastor Michael Stevens. I pray for uh, Pastor Quintero Smith. I pray for all of the pastors, so many pastors. I pray for my own dad, God. I'm leaving out names, but I pray for him, God, because there will be a revival tomorrow. God, we love you. We praise you. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together. Amen, amen, and amen. Come on, y'all. Let's celebrate God today. Uh, there was going to be a revival. Listen, y'all, I feel revived that I believe he's going to re revive us as well. Listen, this is a, this is a, a bittersweet moment. Um, if I was a singer, I would sing, how do I say goodbye to yesterday? Listen, I just, the funny thing is I'm going to be seeing y'all every day, but it feels like it's the end of a good, good long road trip. Listen, don't cry. Don't dry. Yeah. Listen, I ain't crying. I ain't, I ain't got no snot in my nose. Listen, I, it's always, it's, I'm going to miss this time we spent together, but God is just calling us to a greater work. Uh, listen, y'all know we still going to be here every Wednesday. So let's come back with that same force on, um, on Wednesdays. I, I thank God for what he's done. I thank God for what he's going to do. We're going to have our uh, spring festival today. All campuses is going to be ho uh, hosted at Steel Creek Campus. Listen, love you all. Mean it. Rain or shine. It's going to be a great day. God is already moving. The clouds are already passing over. And listen, tell somebody if you at the spring festival day, just 
Just share the love of Jesus Christ with them. That's what I'm intentionally doing. Now, all these people come in to have a fair time. I'm just going to love on them. I'm going to tell them how much God care about them. I'm going to invite them to church because that's what we do. I love y'all. We hugging each other. I can't listen. Now, listen, don't make me cry. I see the hugs and the hearts and the emojis all lot. Uh, listen, Reverend Johnson, love you, man of God. What a dynamic word. God bless you all. Mean it. And we look forward to seeing you later. And God is going to have a, it's going to be a great move this weekend, y'all. God bless you all. Go in peace and may heaven smile upon you. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.